stopping the over-policing of black and brown communities and laying the groundwork for reinvestment into those communities that were most harmed by the war on drugs. Hi, this is Neil, and it's time for a special bonus edition of Cannabis Daily. On November the 3rd, over 400 industry leaders, investors, and policymakers gathered at the New York Academy of Medicine to discuss the future of the New York cannabis market. Here is one of the speakers at that event. By the way, tickets are now on sale for the 2023 conference in October next year. Get them now at CannabisNewYork.live. And now we're going to be hearing from CJ Wallace, the founder of Frank White and Think Big, and notoriously, the son of B.I.G. Yes, the one and the same. And Christopher's going to be sharing his vision for equity and justice in the New York cannabis space. Today, I have the extreme honor of bringing up founder of Frank White and Think Big, Mr. Christopher Wallace, uh, sharing his vision on equity and justice in New York State cannabis. Come on up, Chris. Thank you so much. First, I just want to say thank you, uh, Stephen, Matt, Georgia, everyone from Prohibition Partners for having me here today. Shout out to my mom and my dad for creating me. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Breeze. Shout out to Fred. Thank you, Tiffany, Jeff, Carlos, and my whole team for the daily support of the Frank White Vision. Uh, wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. And all of you guys, thank you for coming here today uh, to be a part of the New York cannabis industry. So first off, my name is CJ Wallace, uh, Christopher Jordan Wallace. I am a social entrepreneur, creative director, photographer, actor, and advocate for cannabis legalization. I'm also the son of Christopher George Latour Wallace, a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. the King of New York. <laughs> and I am also the founder of the cannabis and lifestyle company, Frank White. So for everybody wondering, what is Frank White? Who is Frank White? For me, you know, Frank White is the continuation of my father's mold-breaking, genre-defining legacy. At the end of the day, I've been put here with a task to continue this huge legacy. And... I won't stop until it reaches places that I never imagined. So, yeah. So when someone goes to our website, they see our varied product line and our diverse collaborations all attached to the Wallace last name. I usually get the following response. Damn, that's so cool. But what do you guys do? So for us, it's, it's always about doing good while selling that good good. So, you know, I, I kind of love that because we're definitely creating something new and unfamiliar in this industry. So again, Frank White is a purpose-driven health, purpose health, wellness, and lifestyle company. Our mission is to create generational wealth for Black people in the fashion, cannabis, and entertainment industries. We call cannabis the ultimate ghostwriter because it was uncredited in the creation of so much music. And maybe it, it could have been the artists, it could have been the band, it could have been the engineers, the writers, the producers. For sure, somebody was definitely consuming cannabis to create a lot of the music that we know and love today. So it helped them get in the flow or what we like to refer to as getting in the zone. So, yeah, you know, artists created some of the most amazing music in the world from jazz to blues, soul, funk, rock and roll, country, reggae, hip hop, R&B and etc. So without cannabis, we wouldn't have all of these amazing genres that we love today. So. Frank White is also fighting for cannabis legalization, restorative justice, and reinvestment into communities most harmed by the war on drugs. Uh, this means 
freeing cannabis POWs, stopping the over-policing of black and brown communities, and laying the groundwork for reinvestment into those communities that were most black and brown communities, and laying the groundwork for reinvestment into those communities that advisors, education, job training, grants, and economic reinvestment. So, but let me back up and let you know how I got here today. For me, the idea of Frank White was born out of the idea planted by my dad, the man who raised me, Todd Russo. I was actually just finishing up working on a TV show in Atlanta when he sort of asked me what I wanted to do once we got back to LA. And it was really the question if I wanted to just keep acting or start to pursue, you know, a different path, think about jumping into a different career path. So he suggested I get into cannabis because he saw how much the industry was changing and how I was using it in my everyday life and the importance it had on me. So from the jump, I knew I wanted to start something that would rethink and reframe my entire family relationship to cannabis. Uh, the Frank White brand is obviously my way to honor my family's legacy while building my own at the same time. And because my name holds weight, I knew I couldn't do anything half-assed. So uh, growing up with the opportunity to be around so much creative talent in and outside of our household, uh, from Whitney Houston, Pharrell Williams, Missy Elliott, that's what really set the foundation for me and for my love of cannabis culture and creativity. So witnessing those creative works being made in our family studio, that really helped me understand that cannabis is a real tool for artists like my parents. And my parents use cannabis every day in their regular life. So I saw cannabis as a way to meditate, a way to reflect, and obviously relieve stress. But most importantly, for their creative expression. I saw how important cannabis was for my mom, and I'll never forget the first time she really let me know how important it was after I flushed her weed down the toilet. I was like 10 or 11 years old when I did that, and I was also under the assumption that cannabis and tobacco were the same thing. So when I flushed it, I thought I was just flushing what was inside the cigarettes, not really understanding what it was, and she sort of sat me down and explained to me the difference between the two. And that's when she told me how important cannabis was for her every single day. Um, not only was she supporting our entire household, uh, raising four children, which was a lot of work, waking up early to make sure we were at school on time, also making sure we ate a healthy uh, meal every morning and night. And in between that, picking us all up from school, taking us to our extracurricular activities and figuring out the best ways to support my youngest brother, Ryder. So all of this while developing and broadening her music career, I was kind of taking, taking a step back like, oh, I didn't know. I've, my bad. I didn't know. So it really starts with my youngest brother, Ryder, for me, who was one of the main inspirations behind Frank White. He's living with autism, which forced me to research autism at a young age and understand how cannabis can be a tool for helping aid him. And this led me on a deep dive of research and understanding uh, cannabis products that had a po positive impacts on children, just like my brother Ryder. So as well as adults that were also living with epilepsy, autism, uh, cancer, and other disabilities. So my mother was always against using pharmaceutical drugs like Ritalin. So cannabis and other forms of plant medicine were always like the first option. And at that time, many cannabis products were not as consistent and regulated as they are now in California. So the tincture that you might have purchased last month might have a completely different effect on you the next month, which obviously scared me and my parents. So I just remember hearing their conversations. I was probably 15, 16 
just now really getting into high school and this scared them. It, it definitely scared them. And I even recall testing certain products for my younger brother, you know, just to make sure it wasn't going to mess him up. If it doesn't mess me up, then we should be good. So yeah, now that I look back, those were definitely the first times, first time I was really asking both of my parents, like, why aren't we making our own products? And there was definitely a time in my family or in my life where everyone in my family was using cannabis, but not really talking about it. And I was definitely afraid to tell my mom that I smoke weed just because of the stigma and the negative connotations around cannabis. So for me growing up, there was so much cultural gaslighting around cannabis, even though I knew it has had a positive impact on my entire family. To my surprise, my relationship with my parents grew tremendously after I smoked with them. So I was probably around 18. I'll never forget the first time I smoked with my mom. She was super uncomfortable and wouldn't even look me in the eye the entire time. But this was a huge moment for us in sort of getting past that awkward phase. And now we're open to having these real conversations about treatment for my youngest brother, as well as helping my grandmother who battled with breast cancer. So I like to look at that as the time that I came out the cannabis closet. A lot of people still stuck in the closet. Feel free to come out. It's, it's not bad. You know, talk to your parents. It's, it's not as scary as you think. I look back now and a lot of parents have to have that birds and bees conversation along with the buds and booze conversation. So it's, it's really important in the black community that we, you know, share those stories and, and talk about all these untold amounts of generational wealth that can be built within this industry. So we can't be afraid to talk openly about cannabis. That's one thing I learned through this whole process. We have to tell our stories, build our brands because black culture is cannabis culture and cannabis culture is black culture. So my last name has the power to open doors to influential rooms like New York legislature, which is a privilege I do not take lightly. And as doors open for me, I take on the responsibility of not only holding them open, but also trudging new pathways of access and opportunities for my community. I'm excited to bring the Frank White brand in New York, build flagship retail and cannabis experience, celebrate my father's life and legacy, uh, hire and partner with black and minority entrepreneurs in New York to ensure pathways to ownership for our people and continue building new and strong relationships with communities that were most harmed during cannabis prohibition. And the cannabis industry is one of the fastest growing industries for a reason. It touches every part of society, legal, finance, banking, art, design, politics, education, science, beauty, cosmetics, agricultural, climate change. This industry is one of the last big chances for the black community to establish ownership and build generational wealth. So us at Frank White, we've spent the past few years working with the Minority Cannabis Business Association, talking to New York politicians, nonprofit leaders, advocates learning and sharing with each other on how to shape and reform the industry with justice at the core of legalization. It's crazy that across the country you've got Chad, Brad, Susan, and Mary and other folks selling bath bombs and raising billions of dollars, but people who look like me can't even get access to funding or the resources, or they're still in jail for nonviolent cannabis offenses. So we can definitely use everyone everybody in here, all of your help. Frank White would like to see cannabis globally legal by 2030 with the rise of social justice movements like BLM, LGBTQ rights, fight for climate change and social, social, socially equitable democracies around the world is rising and cannabis legalization is at the heart of these fights. So 
we have a lot of problems that need creative solutions, and cannabis is one of the many tools that we can use to help fix this world. So thank you guys so much for the time today. If you want to support Frank White, make sure you just follow us, www.frankwhite.co, at Frank White Co. on Instagram. And uh, I'm here, so feel free to come up and we can talk. Thank you, guys. Well, there you have it. That was CJ Wallace, Christopher Wallace, the son of Notorious B.I.G., on equity and justice in the New York cannabis space. Now, you can secure your seat at next year's event right this second. It's scheduled for the 4th of October, 2023. Tickets are on sale at CannabisNewYork.live. You'll find the link in the show notes.